Lebanon On Demand. Hear news from Israel whenever you want. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, August 15th. This is Aryeh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. The coronavirus, the number of people hospitalized in serious condition with COVID-19, has surpassed 500. Yesterday, 4,145 people were confirmed infected with the virus out of about 83,000 tests, with a positive test result rate of 5.38%. So far, 6,632 people have died from COVID-related causes in Israel, including nearly close to 1,000. This comes amid a nationwide campaign to administer a third booster vaccine to fight the highly contagious Delta variant. Over the weekend, the booster was made available to those age 50 and up. So far, some 866,000 people have taken the third booster, which represents some 42% of those eligible. Another 14% have scheduled appointments for the jab. The number of active COVID-19 cases in Israel is currently close to 50,000. Israel's hospitals are reporting their intensive care units are working overtime to deal with the flow of COVID-19 patients. Hospitals in the center of the country said they have begun transferring serious patients to be treated in Jerusalem's medical centers where more beds were available. Hadassah's medical center in Jerusalem has even announced it would open an additional COVID ward today to meet the demand. Meanwhile, police say they issued 6,600 fines for violation of coronavirus restrictions over the weekend across the country. Most were not wearing a mask. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett said that the government was doing all it can to avoid clamping the country with a lockdown, which he called destructive to the economy and the education of our children. In a long statement issued on Facebook, Bennett said that 90% of the severe cases of COVID-19 were among people over the age of 60. On the sidelines of the vaccination campaign in Tel Aviv, a few hundred anti-vaxxers protested last night. They cautioned against being used as guinea pigs and said that no one should be forced to get the jab. Airline companies in Israel have petitioned the High Court of Justice against the government's decision to require all Israelis entering the country to stay in a seven-day quarantine. They said the decision harms the rights of citizens of the country to travel abroad and the livelihood of tens of thousands of people in the tourism branches. They also said there in their petition that the government policy did not honor the previous rulings of the Supreme Court and were contradictory to the position of the Ministry of Health. In other news, Israel has condemned Poland's approval of a law that restricts the right of Holocaust survivors or their descendants to reclaim property seized by the country's former communist regime and announced it was recalling its top diplomat in protests. Polish President Andrzej Duda earlier yesterday signed the law, which addressed the appropriations done by the communist government that ruled Poland from the end of World War II until 1989. Israel's foreign minister, Lapid, called it an immoral and anti-Semitic law. He also said Poland's ambassador to Israel, currently on home leave, should not return. Police are investigating the murder of Sahar Ismail, a number 17 on the Knesset list of Gidon Saar's New Hope Party, and an advisor to the education minister on the Arab society. An unknown gunman riddled his body with bullets as he drove from his home in the Galilee town of Rame this morning. There were no reported motives for the killing, but it comes amid a surge in violence in the Arab sector, mostly revolving around organized crime. Justice Minister Gidon Saar called Ismail a member of the Druze community, a dear and beloved friend and partner. Speaking in a voice choked by emotion, Saar said Ismail had been at his home yesterday and vowed that police would find them vile murderers and bring them to justice. 
Education Minister Yifat Shasha Biton issued a statement saying they were in contact with his family and shared in their heavy grief. Abroad, the Taliban have made a stunning blitz across Afghanistan and are at this moment entering the capital of Kabul from all sides as the U.S.-backed Afghan forces completely crumbled without a fight. Afghan officials told the Associated Press that the Taliban negotiators are heading to the presidential palace to prepare for a transfer of power. Taking a look at the weather, and it will be unseasonably hot today with the heat wave conditions prevailing over most of the country. August, hot. The same for tomorrow. Maximum temperatures in the main regions, Jerusalem 31, Tel Aviv 32, Haifa and Sfat 30, Beersheba 36, and in Lat going up to 40 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Kanreka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.